Tell them Eric sent you. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet, taking with the show with you anywhere, and of course on the World Wide Web at NASHFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our uh, podcast is everywhere, Anchor's our home base, but when you're on your favorite podcasting platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, you'll find it fairly easily in our social media platforms. Hey, join the conversation at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. On the program today, we'll be joined by Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times-Picayune. He will join us at 4.35 this afternoon. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 5.15 uh, this afternoon. So that's the guest list for today. And today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Have you, have you tried it yet? 
Man, I'm telling you, just a fantastic spirit from our friends at William Grant. Only around until March of 2023 and already, again, making um, incredible waves when it comes to um, the super premium gin category. Uh, much like Midsummer Souls, much like Lunar. Again, the other um, uh, uh, limited edition spirits that we had in the gin category with, with Hendrix. Um, this particular Hendrix gin is, uh, is outstanding and, again, just uh, flying off the shelf. So if you haven't gotten it yet, uh, please head out to your favorite spirit store and uh, grab a bottle, grab a couple bottles because it'll be gone in March of 2023. Uh, notes of coastal freshness, balance of fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by deep earthly notes of um, locally sourced sea, uh, Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, unmistakable crisp finish. Uh, this limited edition uh, Henrik's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. It's a refreshing product uh, and uh, just, a, again, a great, great spirit for you to be able to enjoy. Henrik's Junior Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant, part of the portfolio of uh, Henrik's. And, again, I've talked about the Master Chilla, um, uh Lacey uh, and, of course, her being a scientist uh, by, by trade and uh, uh, having the ability to be able to um, – uh, experiment. Leslie Gracie has been doing this now for a while. We're seeing this with again the different Hendrix products. So uh, get out there and enjoy Hendrix Neptunia Gin, uh, and it's a favorite spirit store near you. Well, I tell you what, a lot to talk about today. Some good news, some not so good news, but um, nevertheless, uh, as we reach the um, end of October, um, it's about the, we're about to find out who's going to be the pretenders and contenders when it comes to college football, and also when it comes to the New Orleans Saints as well. Um, over the weekend. Tulane coming out with a big win over uh, over Memphis. LSU defeating uh, number seven Ole Miss. Uh, the Saints, of course, uh, laying an egg in Arizona on Thursday night. But again, the mini buy hopefully is going to be used to be able to get healthy and, and again to be able to do some self scouting. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Of course, the Pels last night uh, in a heartbreaker, losing to Utah in 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 their uh, uh, home opener, one twenty two to one twenty one in overtime. And uh, what looked like the, the Pels were going to take it. Uh, they lost B.I. They lost Zion, both the injuries. Uh, Brandon Ingram is in the concussion protocol right now. Not sure if he'll, he'll play tomorrow night uh, against Dallas. That's a TNT, uh, nationally televised game. Zion has a bruise uh, on, 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 his, on his butt. Uh, uh, took a hard fall uh, on, uh, on an attempted dunk. Um, and uh, so again, we're not sure if he's going to play it or not. There's a contusion there. We'll see how that goes uh, with both of them. But, again, this is – I mean, it almost seems like it's every single year when, when you get to national television that, that again, one or, 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 or one or more of the stars are not available. We'll see how this plays out, see if those guys can get back on the court uh, tomorrow. To me, Zion's got the better chance, um, especially with, with uh, B.I. going to the concussion protocol. Um, you know, again, it was friendly fire. He got hit in the nose. He went back out, tried to be able to play. Uh, I was watching him and then went back and had the DVR, so I went back and watched him on the entire uh, set of, of, of plays when he was out there, when he was kind of, he was, he was obviously groggy, um, caught himself out, and of course, uh, at that point, uh, went into concussion protocol. So, uh, wishing the best for both Zion and B.I. to get back on the floor. But uh, let's talk the good news first. Tulane, um, what a weekend. What a weekend for the Green Wave. They're now 7-0. and I'm sorry, 7-1, and 4-0 in the AC. They've moved up to 23 um, in, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the AP poll, so the 23 ranked there. They defeated Memphis, which has been a nemesis for, for this program for a long, long time, 38-28, for a sold-out homecoming crowd at Yeoman. Let me say this right now. 
It was beautiful to see. I got a lot of Tulane fans. One of my buddies, Jimmy, uh, sent me videos of, again, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the crowd at Yeoman. Obviously, I was watching. Um, just, a, a, again, a great sight to see. It really was. And, and this team deserves to be able to have crowds like that going forward. They're going to need this, okay, Come with, again, November coming up. Um, they dominated the Tigers in the first half. Uh, and, and then, of course, you know, it's a learning experience for this team. You've got to learn how to win, right? Learn how to put teams away, right? Uh, kind of let off the gas pedal, allowing 331 yards on 50 snaps in the second half. And, again, somewhat allowing Memphis back in the game. But you never really felt like Memphis was going to overtake uh, the green wave. Uh, but, boy, were they something in the first half. I mean, they showed their firepower on offense. They had the smothering defense until they relaxed. And uh, so now they get a chance to get a week off, do some self-scouting, get healthy. Um, and, uh, of course, um, prove that, again, this is the version of the green wave uh, that, that, is a, that is a contender. Because we're going to find out whether they're contenders or pretenders in the month of November. We've been talking about it for a while now. Uh, at Tulsa. Uh, UCF at home, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, SMU at home. Uh, and, then, and then at Cincinnati to close out the regular season. Well, it's been a magical season uh, for Tulane after only winning uh, two games last year. Uh, and and uh, when you look at it now, again, uh, there's been, what, a hiccup along the way with USM? Uh, you know, uh, you, can, you can talk about not slamming the door on Memphis. But I think the bye week's going to do them good. And, uh, again, this coaching staff is, is a very, very good coaching staff. Uh, I think they'll have them ready for the gauntlet the last four games of the season. Uh, and, again, thinking about a, a possible berth in the American Athletic Conference uh, Championship, which would be a long way from, again, winning two, two games last, last year. You know, Pratt, 20-29, 158 yards. Uh, he had one touchdown. Tajay Spears was incredible on, on, on Saturday. 24 carries, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, we got to see a little bit of Shoddy Clayton, uh, Shoddy Clayton Johnson. He had four carries for 29 yards. He's, he's going to be a player. Uh, Jaquan Jackson, one of my favorite players on the team. I just think he's so underrated as a player. First of all, again, he gets the uh, – he, he takes the uh, – uh, was it the punt return? Uh, and, uh, and goes 90 yards for a touchdown. Um, and then, of course, his ability to be able to catch the football. He's a playmaker on, on the field. You know, you give him, a, you give him just a crease and he's gone. Uh, but again, once again, uh, Pratt spreading the ball around. Uh, you know, um, you look at it again. Uh, was it uh, eight different receivers catching the ball for him on, on Saturday? Uh, and uh, then it goes back to the defense. You know, again, the um, the color commentator on the on the broadcast. It was the second time he had, he had done Tulane this year, and he, he sees it. Okay. Um, He's a former defender in the NFL, uh, from Dorian Williams to Anderson to Brooks to Clark. I mean, they're, they're the same names I've been calling out all season long. Okay, you go right down the line. You know, Monroe again. He had a, he had a, 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 a great plays. Um, you know, Rent Robinson, Young. Uh, I mean, uh, Machado. I mean, you go right down the line. Candy. Uh, you, I mean. This is a very, very good defensive team, despite the fact that, again, they kind of relaxed and let Memphis back in the game. Um, but a learning experience for this team, you know, a learning experience. Um, because, again, you're not going to be able to let up. You're not going to be able to let down in the last four games of the season. You know, again, it doesn't matter, again, who it is at this point. I mean, UCF and, and Cincinnati, obviously, again, the, the cream of the crop of what you're looking at right now. Uh, but you can't be in a situation where, again, 
you fall asleep on Tulsa in anticipation of UCF. Can't have that happen. You can't be in a situation after a UCF game, maybe again fall asleep on SMU because maybe you won or lost against UCF. And then the same thing, again, going to Cincinnati, which is a tough place to play, with a chance to get into the American Athletic Conference Championship. These four games are huge. And they're going to have to be, again, not only healthy, uh, playing their best football, no self-inflicted wounds, but, again, uh, totally focused for 60 minutes because this is where the rubber hits the road for Tulane's season right now. You know, we can talk about how great it's been watching this team, you know, play all season long. The hiccup to um, USM that should have never happened. Would they be higher in the polls? It doesn't matter. You're looking to try to win a championship now. They've talked championship all season long. And, again, in the beginning of the season, it was kind of like, okay, let's talk. But now, oh, oh, again, when you look at their record, when you look at what they've done and how well they've played on both offense and defense, and, and to an extent on special teams as well, um, you really got to like where Tulane is. Uh, it's been a magical season. Uh, hopefully, Yeoman will continue to rock from this point forward. Uh, but it's been one for the ages. It really has been. And, and it's good to see Tulane back again with a, with a quality football program. Because this is, again, 10, remember, 10 um, the players from the transfer portal that have come in and made an immediate difference. I would like to look around the rest of, the, uh, of college football and see if anyone has done any better than what Willie Fritz has done in terms of, again, bling, bringing in players from the transfer poll and having an immediate um, uh, impact on the season. And he's in on all 10, all 10. So, again, that, again, that's one of the reasons why Tulane is where it is today. And I'm, I'm hopeful that, again, with this week off, a little self-scouting, healing up, and then, again, you've got to be primed and focused for the last four games of the season. Take them one at a time, just like they're doing, but you've got to be focused for the rest of the season. Huge win for LSU. 6-2 uh, and two now, 4-1 and one in the SEC. Um, 18th in the AP poll, 20 in the college, in the coaches poll. Uh, Ole Miss was number seven, and I told you last week it was an overrated over, uh, uh, number seven in the nation. The only team they had really played was Kentucky. And it proved out on, on Saturday. Look, they, they were magnificent early. 17-3, had the Tigers a little bit on the ropes into the second quarter. And then LSU, again, before a homecoming crowd, uh, outscored the Rebels 42-3. to um, It is, was a big-time victory uh, for LSU that beat them in every phase of the game after, again, getting behind early. Now, look, there was a time that, again, those Rebel receivers were, were, were running – um, wide open. And I was thinking to myself, how are they going to slow this down? Well, give a lot of credit. Madhouse made some defensive adjustments in the second half, and they shut down the Rebs. Uh, Harold Perkins was fantastic. You, look, I said this before. Um, you can't take him off the field. Look, I, I don't want to hear that again, that he's that again, uh, that he's a, playing a certain position at the linebacker. He is a playmaker. Playmakers stay on the field. You find a way to keep them on the field. And they did. They did. Matt House did. Even, uh, uh, again, even Lane Kiffin mentioned how the, how the, the game changed when Harold Perkins became a get big part and stayed on the field. Co-freshman of the week this week for his, uh, uh, his contribution to the win. Uh, Makai Wingo is the defensive lineman of the week. Uh, of course, LSU has the, the week off this week before they take on Alabama at home. Uh, it's a 6 p.m. kick on ESPN. It's going to be nationally televised. But let's face it, you know where it's coming from. You know the change on this team. You know why this team is where it is right now. It's Jaden Daniels. Look, we were talking on this, on, on this radio show a few weeks ago uh, that Jaden Daniels 
even though, again, it looked like he possessed the, 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 the possibility of being a, a guy that could throw the football effectively, wasn't getting it done. Uh, the offense was him, uh, you know, looking at one, one read and run, and you can't win in the SEC like that. And especially when, again, the, 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 the best part of your team, okay, the strongest position group is your wide receiver group. You've got to get those guys involved. And it's almost like a switch went off with him. Uh, he has been absolutely amazing. Um, he went from on the verge of being benched a few weeks ago uh, because he couldn't get the passing game going to a possible Heisman candidate. And I'm, that, that is not hyperbole. When you look at what he has been able to do, okay, and I'm, talking, I'm not saying win the Heisman, I'm saying Heisman candidate. Um, he's been the best player on the field over the last two games. 12 touchdown drives over the last two weeks, but Florida, Florida and Ole Miss, 10 of those have been 73 yards or more. You know how hard that is? To be able, again, to be able to have drives like that, to overcome penalties, and to continue to put the ball in the end zone. Uh, the offensive line has matured under fire. Okay, it's legit. Uh, I was worried about Josh Williams a few weeks ago. Uh, he has now become a legitimate SEC back. Between him and Daniels, they're, they're a tandem in the running game. The wide receivers and tight ends are now involved in the offense. Uh, you got the defense, the front seven, that's been absolutely terrific, masking the deficiencies in the, in the secondary. Because, look, that's not DBU. Okay, they're, they're probably a year or two years away from DBU. That's a bunch of transfer portal guys that have come in to triage the secondary after all those defections. I'll give them credit. They're, they're playing their asses off. But, again, that's not what, is, what we are accustomed to in seeing uh, when you talk about LSU in the secondary. Uh, but um, i got to give a lot of credit, man. First of all, Matt House, again, with his adjustments at halftime. Um, uh, the, the run, as I said before, the Rebel Rod receivers were running wild. Uh, and uh, and and they they shut them down. They shut them down. I mean, LSU is so far ahead of schedule right now. I don't know if you if if people understand this. I mean, because everybody's so used to. Oh no, the purple and gold uniforms. Oh, they're going to be a, a contender. No, this team had thirty nine scholarship players. I mean, do you realize what what Brian Kelly has done in in terms of again the maturity, uh, 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 allowing this team to mature quickly, um, coaching these guys up. Uh, getting the absolute best out of them. I mean, look, this is a foundation year. Oh, and and, and they're, they're in a position to be able to constantly you know, get into an SEC championship game. I mean, that's amazing, okay? Yes, the, 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 the gauntlet of the schedule is in front of them. Okay, nobody takes Alabama lightly, right? But my gosh, it's not again what we thought they might be to what they are. And a lot of that is, again, the player Daniels, who's the SEC Offensive Player of the Week. Became the first quarterback in LSU history um, uh, to, uh, to, to um, uh, what is it, 100 yards rushing and 200 yards passing uh, twice in the, in, in, in the same season. Um, I mean, he has been everything and more that was advertised. I mean, we heard that he had, um, that he was a great runner and that he was a pretty good passer. But I'm telling you, he's, I can't believe how far he has come so quickly. Uh, this past weekend, 21-28, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that's through the air. 23 carries, 121 yards, three touchdowns. The dude just glides. And, and now going through his progressions, you know, anticipating on throws, throwing guys open, things we didn't see in the beginning of the season. Um, he has been the biggest difference in, in, in this team and uh, a true budding star in college football. I mean, doing it on the SEC level. I mean, you're talking about, again, uh, a, a team that most people said, you know, if they win six, seven games, that's great. I mean, um, 
you got to give got to give give him a lot of credit right now. You know, six and two, four and one in the conference, uh, and and what they've been able to do, uh, especially again coming from that Florida State game, where let's face it, they, they were they were they were not prepared for that for for, for that game. Uh, they were still kind of a work in progress. Uh, the coaches trying still trying to put the system in, and you really got to love the way again LSU has turned this thing around. Uh, and uh, look, Alabama's up. So again, we you know we're going to find out a lot about this team. Um, Alabama's had an up and an up and down season this year. Uh, they know, okay, they know they're going to get up for LSU. Uh, there's again, there's no overlooking LSU right now. They'll be up for LSU. You know, it's a little bit of a gauntlet as, as you get into this back end of the season, much like Tulane. Um, Alabama at home at Arkansas. You get a little bit of a break with the UAB, but again, you still got to be focused, right? And, and then at Texas A&M to be able to end the season. I mean, pretty amazing when you talk about they've already won six games. And they, again, a lot of people are thinking eight might be the ceiling here. Um, you look at the SEC standings, they're right there now. So, again, it, it, they control their own destiny. And there's nothing more that you can ask for for both Tulane and LSU to be in the position they're in right now where they, they control their own destiny on the ability to get to a championship game. And it's a pretty pretty great turnaround for for Tulane, and you got to say the same thing for LSU. If they're back to back 500 seasons, um, again, all the controversy that happened with Ed Ogeron on the way out, uh, the defections. I mean, I mean, remember where we were, you know, uh, last year as the season ended. Guys defecting, didn't want to play in the bowl game. They barely they barely could field the team. They had a wide receiver playing quarterback against Kansas State in the bowl game. I mean, remember that. And remember, now look at where they are now. A lot of credit to, to to Brian Kelly, who again has proven those that again that were wanting to push Kelly out, out, out of town, didn't like his accent, thought he was making too much money. How you like me now? That's what I'd be telling Brian Kelly. How you like me now? You know, just amazing, just amazing. I will say this uh, for the LSU fans that that that, that stormed the field. Please, do you have any any do you have any inkling of the history of LSU? Okay, you don't, well, first of all, you don't storm the field against Ole Miss. Okay, I don't care if they were seventh ranked or not. Okay, LSU has a winning record against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is LSU's little brother and has been forever. So, obviously, again, a lot, a lot of drunk and rookie um, um, uh, co-eds who doesn't really, really realize, again, that, yes, it was a big win, but it ain't beating Alabama. Okay, it's not winning a national championship. I mean, look at the history of, the, of this of this um, of this program. I mean, that was that was just crazy. I'm, I'm thinking, well, are they really are they really rushing the field here? I mean, even Tulane didn't rush the field against Memphis the other day. Are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, look, realize who you are. Realize again, uh, again that yes, it's a turnaround season. It's better than a lot of people thought it was going to be. Yes, they control their own destiny, but you don't rush the field because you beat Ole Miss. It's just crazy, absolutely crazy. Before we uh, get out of here, let's take a phone call. Terry's in Slidell. Terry, how you doing, bud? Hey, Eric. I, I haven't called him in a good while, but i tell you what. Four to six started. LSU one missed extra point and a couple of months. Seven and one right now. I put $100 on LSU to win seven. I, I, I think that's pretty good lot. Right? I put $25 for them to win the SEC West. And twenty-five dollars to win the SEC championship. If they beat Alabama, this week, this week, it's not going to be easy task. 
Terry, you're in a really bad cell. See if you can move a little bit for me. Let me oh, see if we can right. catch you a little clearer. How's that? Is that better? Much, much better. Go ahead. All right. If they beat Alabama in two weeks and split the Arkansas-Texas Arkansas, A&M, mm-hmm. they go to the SEC championship game, and I win $2,700. If they win the SEC championship game, I win $5,400. I just took a shot. Like a couple of years ago, if everybody would have took a shot mm-hmm. on Joe Burrow to win the Heisman sure. Trophy, we'd be millionaires. But I tell you what, all the people after the Florida State game, they were all down on Kelly. They did this. I look at it like this. This is not LSU. I mean, LSU's got a chance to do that. But look at what they got coming back. The entire yep. offensive line. Two freshman tackles that are doing a great job right now. Everybody comes back except for um, – uh, which of the wide receiver? I mean, I'm having a senior moment here. The wide receiver, number seven, Kishan Booty. They have everybody coming back. I mean, LSU fans should be right now on cloud nine because nobody, nobody thought they would do that after the Tennessee game. They went into Florida. They beat the Gators. They come to Baton Rouge, and I'm gonna use an old Les Miles saying, Baton Rouge, LSU Tiger Stadium where dreams come to die. And that's exactly what happened to Ole Miss in 2014, and that's exactly what happened to Ole Miss Saturday night. And believe me, Alabama, uh, Ole Miss is going to lose at least two or three more games. they still got to play Bama. they still got to play Arkansas. Uh, they yeah, still they, got to play they, they're Texas. They're scheduled ahead of them. <laughs> There's no doubt. But I tell you what, next two Saturdays from now, LSU beats Alabama. You can stall in the field, take the goalposts down, dump them yeah. in the Mississippi River, or whatever you want to do with them. Because they won win away from playing in the SEC championship game, which when they were got beat by um, Florida State, nobody, mm-hmm. nobody, yep. including myself, gave them a chance. But this team has matured. Yep. They're growing, and they're playing so much better football. And they're well coached. Three weeks ago, Jalen Daniels, everybody went on to run him out of Baton mm-hmm. Rouge. But yep. you can't ask for what that young man has done in the oh, past two on. weeks. <laughs> You know, he's put I mean, himself in the Heisman conversation based on what he's done. I mean, he really well, has. I mean, again, I, I said this on social media the other day. Show me a player in college football from week one to week eight uh, that, that, again, has gotten better and has matured faster than what he has. Uh, I don't he's, think there is one. I mean, if there is, Brian again, Kelly. like Bum Phillips said, doesn't take long to call a roll. Brian Kelly has done a great job. The team has come along, along. And the thing is this, when we were down 17-3, to three, hey, we got them right where we want them. You know, and it was 20. And the, but the best thing about it, they held Ole Miss to zero points in the second half. And they just destroyed them in the second half. And yep. Ole Miss, when you play a real schedule, but they haven't played a real schedule, I mean, they played, you know, the lighthouse of the blind half the time. And when they got a real defense to go against them, that poor quarterback, Jason Dart, he was uh, poo-pooing in his pants. The second half, it was uh, it was a different it was a different uh, team in the second half, no doubt. Terry, appreciate right, the phone Eric. call. Sure good, up, good luck on the bets. I'm everybody. Believe me, everybody's pulling for you. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about that. You ain't the only one, dude. I got enough. I can make a, a few dollars. My son said, "Daddy, Just, if you pull this off, you could go in in the, in the casinos and win serious money." Yep. There you go. Have a good All one, my right, friend. All right, Terry and Tiger Terry in the slide out. I know he's happy as well. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. We're kind of in that yo-yo time of a year, right? Um, air conditioning today, heaters tomorrow. So, again, you got to keep your air conditioning rolling. 
But at the same time, you want to make sure your heater's working properly and safely. Have Burkhardt come out there and do an inspection on both, your air conditioning system and your heating system. Especially have that heating system clean for the upcoming cold winter months. Uh, uh, John Burkhardt told me a long time ago it's about safety, about making sure, again, you don't have a problem with fire, carbon monoxide poisoning within your home or your business. So, again, uh, Burkhardt has 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary for a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henrik Neptunia Gin. Get out there and grab a bottle of Henrik Neptunia Gin before it's gone. It'll be gone in March, March of 2023. Uh, demand it at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar, Henrik Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, a product of William Grant. We'll be right back with uh, Jeff Duncan of Noble.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into a hiring spree with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10 westbound, your delays are solid for more leans to canal. Also delays are steady on 10 westbound as delays pick back up right at Clearview. If you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side, look out for delays right at Canal Boulevard. And delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatula's to the Camp Street exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Frenchman at North Tonti, also Holiday Drive at MacArthur Boulevard, also St. Thomas at Felicity, and also look out for an accident Wall Boulevard at General de Gaulle and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's. 
411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. Sounds like a goose in distress. Get an upgrade at eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. If you're one of those individuals, again, who lost your insurance recently and you're looking for a company you can trust to try to find the best insurance for you, it's Dave Miet Insurance. If you're, again, a, a business owner or a, a property owner and you're looking for, again, an insurance agency that's got your back, that's Dave Miet Insurance. Contract professional, business property owner. Uh, looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, or commercial property or automobile coverage for commercial business customers, they got you covered. Um, if you're not happy with your insurance company now and you're looking for a company uh, that can find the best price for you, uh, Dave Miet can search over 50 companies for the best coverage for the best price. An independent, independent insurance agent since 1958 looking out for their customers. 504-556-0809. DA V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C.com or set up a meeting with Dave at his office on, on Veterans Next to Shogun. You want to save when it comes to insurance? Call Dave, 504-556-0809. That's Dave Miet Insurance. All right, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. As I've mentioned many times, uh, we're getting close. Um, so uh, those of you that have not tried Hendrix Neptunia Gin, get out there and try it now. It'll be around till, till March of 2023. It's flying off the shelves. Uh, we've got all your favorite spirit stores. So again, get out there, get it. You get a bunch, a uh, couple bottles so you can have, again, for, for later, uh, because when it's gone, it's gone. Hendrix Neptunia Gin, again, available now at your favorite spirit store. Joining us in the program now from Noel.com, the Times-Picayune, columnist Jeff Duncan joins us on the show. Hey, Jeff, how are you, buddy? Doing good, Eric. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Thanks for thanks for the time, as always, today. Let's start with college and talking about Tulane and LSU and the great seasons they're having. Let's start with the Green Wave. Uh, you were there for all the spectacle that was homecoming on Saturday. Describe it for the audience. Well, it was just a, kind of a, a chamber of commerce afternoon. If you were a, a Tulane alumnus or a student there, uh, the weather was perfect. They had a, a packed quad tailgate area. And uh, it's really probably the best environment I've seen at any Tulane home game since the very first opener. I think it was against Georgia Tech uh, about eight years ago. It just it, it it validated, I think, school officials' decision to to build an on-campus stadium. Uh, the the environment was great, and Tulane responded. I mean, they played a great first half. I know they they kind of got a little leaky in the second half, but I never mm-hmm. felt like that game was in danger in any way. Uh, and I think validated their their top twenty five rankings certainly. I hundred percent agree. I mean, again, look, 
they, they kind of let their they, they foot off the gas pedal a little bit in the second half, and that's a learning experience for a team that, again, is not used to winning. You know, much like USM was a learning experience, it's a learning experience. You can't do that in the last, in the back half of the season uh, against UCF or against Cincinnati because you're going to lose. But, again, against Memphis, they were able to overcome it. And, um, you know, I just I give a tremendous amount of credit to Willie Fritz and his staff. Two wins last year, basically the same team. They got 10, they got 10 um, uh, transfers from the transfer portal. All 10 are, 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 are contributing to, again, what we're seeing from this Green Wave team. Offensively, they look fantastic. Defensively, they are smothering and swarming. Uh, it's the perfect combination for this Green Wave team. And, look, they deserve to be in the top 25. Yeah, and when you watch them play, I mean, they, they clearly have a lot of confidence right now. That's something I noticed. You can see it in their body language. There's a real uh, camaraderie and, and culture going on uh, at their games, and they're, they're very confident in what they're doing. I noticed in the, the Memphis game, and they just make fewer mistakes than their opponent. I think Memphis might have, even have more talent than Tulane, but Tulane is so well coached and and such a veteran team, as Willie Fritz has pointed out. I mean, their defense—they've got a number of guys that are that are upperclassmen that have played thousands of college snaps, and you can kind of see that they don't—they don't leave guys wide open. There's not a lot of mental errors or assignment busts. Uh, they just—they don't beat themselves. And when you've got a good quarterback and a and a terrific running back, Ty J. Spears is going to definitely play in the NFL. Uh, and you've got a, a solid, sound defense the way the way they have right now. You, you can win a lot of games these days. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And 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 you look at, I mean, across the board, like thirty thousand at Yeoman. Some teams again that haven't had that at home, that home field advantage, they get a little nervous. Uh, they came out, they played great again from the outset. Uh, obviously, again, the second half, uh, you know, maybe there's a little bit to be desired. But uh, you got to you got to like the way the way this team has matured over, over the season and. Um, look, this is going to be a tough stretch in, 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 uh, in November, but um, they, they have put themselves in a position uh, to, to not let it just be talk. It's been talk about the AAC championship. A lot of people laughed when they started talking about they have to win in two games uh, last season, but they're now in a position to do that. Yeah, you look at the schedule. I mean, they've got Tulsa after this bye week. That's certainly a winnable game, and then, then you're down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, I think those the two big games, Central Florida at home, and then you got to go to Nippert Stadium and play Cincinnati. I mean, uh, those obviously are going to be the, the showdown games in the conference. But they can even afford to lose one of those games and still make mm-hmm. the you know the championship game. So there's, I, I think a, a ten win season would be just remarkable. I don't, I don't think they've had many of those in the last fifty years of the program. Right. Uh, maybe not more than one. So uh, just this season has kind of been magical for them. Kind of come a little bit out of nowhere. And it reminds me a little of that 1998 season in that mm-hmm. uh, they weren't ranked to start the season, uh, kind of snuck up on people, and then just continued to kind of build on things and built around a, a great quarterback. And I think Michael Pratt, you know, not a lot of people talk about him, but he's a very good player. He really knows where to go with the football, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's a good athlete, can run uh, when, when the pocket breaks down around him, and he just makes a lot of smart plays and, is something that they really haven't had in a while there at Tulane. Well, I agree with you. You know, a lot of uh, – here's the surprise. A guy with that kind of talent that stayed at Tulane. I mean, he could have went yep. the transfer portal to another another bigger program, and he didn't. And staying with him, obviously, again, means a lot. Uh, the experience that he has, the playmakers he has around them, and the offensive line, which has played very, very well this year. 
Yeah, that's another big key is that that, that group seasoned up front. They plugged in a couple of holes, like you said, through the transfer portal. Uh, they really hit on the transfer portal. Almost, almost every player they brought in, uh, it, like you said, contributing, but also uh, fitting culturally. And I know that's something Willie and his staff spend a lot of time on. They're, they're not going to bring somebody in that's not going to fit their ethos. And uh, they, they, it's just been remarkable what they're doing there. It really you is. really think about the, the disadvantages they have competitively with some of their rivals, uh, you know, Central Florida, Memphis, Houston, Cincinnati. I mean, those schools have huge advantages compared to Tulane and who they can get in school. So uh, a tip of the cap to them and a tip of the cap to, to Troy Dannon for hiring Willie Fritz and recognizing yep. that they needed a program builder, and that's really what Willie Fritz is. And also, again, sticking with him and allowing him to change his staff over in the offseason after a two-win season. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ADs would panic and move on. Uh, I guess he realized, again, that, look, that's one of the best we're going to get uh, and, and a guy that's not looking to be a stepping stone type guy like Tulane coaches of the past. Right. I think he's found a home here. Now, you know, if somebody comes in and, and really makes a big offer to him, I, I think he's going to think long and hard about it, but I think he's very happy. Uh, in his role and in, in at Tulane University, and and knows that they can compete, especially in wh- where the conference is going. I mean, he, they're going to be one of the stalwarts in the future there, and you know that's what matters at Tulane is being able to, I think, have some stability in the program for once. And uh, you know they haven't had that in a while, and I think yep. I think the transfer portal will continue to be a, a, an advantage for them because there are so many great players from the state of Louisiana that might get away right out of high school and, and maybe have, uh, uh, you know, illusions of grandeur at some of these bigger mm-hmm. programs, but then realize it might not be for them and might want to come back home. And uh, at Tulane's it's certainly a very good level right below that elite high level of college football. I, I agree. Uh, I think it's it, it, uh, that, that, that's, the to me, um, uh, the recipe for success for Tulane in that transfer portal. Do you want to talk about LSU? Uh, obviously, a huge win over Ole Miss this this past weekend. Uh, now again, um, uh, what is it? 18th in the AP, 20th in the coaches poll. But it starts and ends with Jaden Daniels. I, I said this on social media the other day. Is there a player in college football that has gotten better week to week, that has matured uh, week to week uh, more than than Jaden Daniels has week one to week eight? It's been an incredible turnaround for him. Yeah, I agree. He's playing with confidence right now. You can see it. I think the staff has figured out what he does well, what he likes to do, and kind of tailored the game plans to his skill set. And uh, I think Brian Kelly and his staff have done a tremendous job of of figuring out what buttons to push on both sides of the ball. Uh, We see in-game adjustments, how they improve as as the games go along. And I think anybody with, with ties to LSU right now to the program has to be happy with where they're at considering uh, how you know the sky is falling after that that opening loss to Florida State uh, they've come a long way uh, they really have defensively again uh, the front seven has played well the addition of Har- Harold Perkins is a freshman uh, he's a guy you really can't even take off the field based on again what he's been able to do um, and, and then of course you know you lost Mason Smith your best defensive lineman at the beginning of the season and this defensive line kind of rounding into shape here now yeah, that was a huge blow. I don't think people realize. Uh, I mean, he was probably, I don't think probably, he's the most talented player on the roster. Uh, you know, this guy's going to be a first-round draft pick in a few years. And to lose a guy like that in your first game, I mean, the first half of your first game, 
uh, is a middle blow, and they, they've really come around defensively. I, I really liked them in that game against Ole Miss. I felt like Ole Miss was a little fraudulent. I mean, they hadn't really played yeah. anybody all season. They Their only two road games were Georgia Tech and Vanderbilt, two, two perennial cellar dwellers. So they were going to finally be tested, and I really felt like you know you know there in Tiger Stadium with a, with a chance to make another statement game after after that Tennessee game just it just got away from LSU so quickly uh, you know once Sean Payton used to always talk about uh, getting control of a game and, and as a coach he he always wanted to be able to get control of the game and when you get down two scores very quickly like that the other team can dictate terms and it changes everything in a game. And I just felt like that game was almost a, a, a write-off, you know, like a horse breaking mm-hmm. from the starting gate and stumbling out of the gate. You just you can't recover. Uh, and, and I really felt like LSU would, would respond to having that second chance at a statement game, and they, and they certainly did. Well, the common denominator for Tulane and LSU has been their coaching staffs. I mean, again, what they've been able to do with, with the talent that they had, this was a foundation year for LSU. Nobody expected them to be in this position right now where they are. You know, for Tulane, again, nobody expected them to have a two-win season, to be in a position to be able to win the American Athletic Conference. And it comes down to, again, both coaching staff. Willie Fitz changed his coaching staff, brand-new coaching staff and head coach for LSU, and is paying dividends. Yeah, I think this is exactly what Scott Woodward had in mind when he hired Brian Kelly. He's someone that's a CEO that can run a program, put together a staff, a competent staff. And I know a lot of these guys, uh, LSU fans, uh, local fans, didn't know about. But I think they're learning uh, that, you know, you put together a quality staff. And, uh, you know, even despite this being a transition year, I think there's a lot of reason uh, for encouragement about the future of LSU football because once they start, they're recruiting really well right now, and that's going to take care of itself. LSU's always going to be a hot commodity on the recruiting trail. Yep. And, uh, man, the, the future looks bright right now for LSU football. I do want to get to the Saints. As bad as this season has been, and when you look at the standings today, there's still one game out uh, of, the, of the lead in the NFC South, which, again, would give them an opportunity to get into the playoffs. Ten games left. Uh, if they can just, uh, again, take care of the self-inflicted mistakes and get healthy, they, they got a chance to turn this thing around. That's got to happen. But, uh, but again, the, the good news is you're still in this thing. Yeah, it's, it's been remarkable. I mean, that's the silver lining. The, the NFC South is as is, is down as I've ever seen it. There's really nobody playing well. Tampa Bay is a mess right now. I think Tom Brady not only showing his age, but I think very distracted right now. And I think that's having a adverse effect on his team uh you can just see they're they're lacking intensity on game days for them to lose the way they did to carolina i mean that that should send off some some flares in tampa they've got some real issues there and i think the saints just have to take care of their own house they've got to get their house in order they've got to get healthy uh i think there's certainly the divisions there for the taking but they've got to start playing better they've got to start playing a more mistake-free football. I mean, this yes. team isn't good enough to turn the ball over as many times as they have. I mean, that's something they knew coming into the season, mm-hmm. and it's been the exact opposite. I mean, they're leading the league in turnovers, have the worst takeaway giveaway ratio, and that's that's the other side of the coin. The defense, I think, the defense is being a little unfairly maligned a little bit, mm-hmm. but they've got to start making more big plays. I think yep. that's something that's been missing. If you know, you've got to come up with more sacks. You've got to come up with some more takeaways. Uh, and that's been something that, that I don't think anybody anticipated missing from this group. 
Meanwhile, the the Pelicans, again, look like, again, they're going to be a 50-win team uh, and a team that's going to challenge for the top four in, 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 the, uh, in the West. Uh, a heartbreaking loss last night to Utah, but you got to love the way this team's playing. Yeah, I, I like the enthusiasm and the, uh, the energy right now in that club. Uh, you could just see they like playing with each other. Uh, they're deeper, Eric, than they've ever been since I've covered the team. I mean, they go 10 deep with quality players. And I think this is going to be a, a really strong start to the season. And I think David Griffin and Trajan Langdon will continue to kind of tinker with this roster. I don't think it's set by any means. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if around December they start trying to uh, make some moves to fill in the gaps there in that roster and uh, position themselves. As I wrote a week or so ago, the thing that's different about what's going on now, there's been – excitement in the past about the Pelicans. I think people have short-term memories on that. I mean, people were excited when Anthony Davis was here and Chris Paul. But what they're set up now to do, I think, is be good for a while. And that's a little bit different. They've never been able to sustain success. I think they've only had four back-to-back winning seasons in the history of the franchise. I mean, that's amazing. Even with those great players, they've not been able to string together a run and the way this roster and team has been built, at least for the next three seasons, they should be a winning program and, and, and should continue to improve uh, with the youth on this roster. Yeah, I 100% agree. Jeff, thanks for the time. Uh, as always, look forward to getting all your columns over at uh, Noel.com. And, of course, you can be found on Twitter at Jeff underscore Twitter. I'm sorry, Jeff underscore Duncan on Twitter, right? Yep, that's it. That's it, Eric. I appreciate it, man. We'll talk again soon, bud. You got it. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your time today. That's Jeff Duncan. Again, New Orleans Times, PQNOLA.com. Great job over there. And again, again at uh, Jeff underscore Duncan on Twitter. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. And if you're looking for a new system for your home or business, don't sign that contract with any other company. Do you at least let Burkhardt come out and give you a price? Whether it's industrial, commercial, residential, they got you covered over at Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Demtunia Gin. Uh, only on the shelves for a short time. Go out and get some now at your favorite spirit store. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract to you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, Grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504 313 4,000. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Jeff Duncan for joining us on the program. Larry Holder coming up next. Normally at 535, he'll be at 515. We'll look around the NFL with him. Uh, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Demptunia Gin. My name is Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com.
It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. And what that guy says, the truth every single day, four to six right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web and also ericasher.com. Our social media platforms, join the conversation at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. I've got one guest set for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. I'm trying to get a second. Once I do that, by tomorrow, I will announce the, uh, the guest for this week. Uh, so, again, I'll hold off on that until I get my second guest uh, uh, settled. Uh, today uh, is Monday. So Monday is Hendrix Neptunia Day. Our, uh, our program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia uh, Gin, which is part of the Hendrix Gin uh, uh, portfolio. And uh, we invite you to partake in Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Inspired by the magic of the sea, Hendrix Neptunia is unmistakably Hendrix with, again, that invigorating blend of uh, local sea uh, uh, source coastal botanicals, smooth, crisp, uh, crisp citrus finish, and just a hint of a distant sea breeze. Um, one of the things that, that, again, you like about Hendrix, which is different than any other gin, I've been telling you this for a long time, is, again, the, um, the signature foundation of the rose and cucumber. Uh, the juniper character is now lengthened by, again, the deep earthy notes of, again, uh, locally sourced Scottish Seaside Botanicals, those fresh coastal herbs, and that fresh, crisp citrus finish. Uh, again, you can, um, uh, you can get that at your favorite spirit store. Uh, you, can get it, you should have it at your favorite bar, your favorite restaurant. Um, it is just, again, a, a fantastic 
uh, gin. And much like I've told you before, Henry's gin is different than, again, your normal gin product. It just is. And a lot of it has to do, again, with the cucumber uh, and, 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 the, and the rose, um, that signature foundation of, of, the, uh, of the spirit. But, uh, again, we've talked about it before. Leslie Gracie is a scientist by, um, by trade. Uh, she is the master distiller for Hendrix. So um, every year now, they've uh, over the last few years, they've allowed her to go in, and uh, they call it the cabinet of, curio- of curiosity, um, and allow her to go in and do some experimentation. And uh, uh, Midsummer Solstice, uh, also uh, Lunar, were huge hits. Um, this is unmistakably Hendrix, uh, with, again, uh, uh, inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, you can uh, get out there and uh, you can taste the difference uh, from, from, again, Hendrix Gin to Hendrix Neptunia Gin, but also from Hendrix Neptunia Gin to any other gin on the market. Um, again, the Coastal Freshness ba- balance with, again, the fresh notes of citrus, uh, you're not going to beat it. Get out there and, again, try something different. Try something special. Treat yourself. Uh, to, again, Hendrix Gin. Always, again, great packaging. When you talk about the bottle, is beautiful, much like, again, all William Grant products. They really, again, stand out on the shelf. It'll stand out on your bar as well. And um, it's also something, again, when you know folks come over and maybe they're getting a few cocktails and you say, look, why don't you try something a little bit different here? Uh, and you give them a little taste. And then all of a sudden, man, whoa, well, how, how, where can I get that? So, again, always, again, if you've got folks over, friends, family, whatever, especially with the holidays coming up, uh, give them a little taste of something a little bit different and, uh, and have them oohing and on over it. Uh, it makes us easy. Hendrix Neptunia Gin on the shelves now to March of 2023. Uh, it's one of the hottest spirits on the market. Get out there and get it now. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. All right. Um, in the second hour, uh, we're going to be joined by um, Larry Holder. Normally at 535, we join us at 515 today. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the Saints and the Pels in, in our last segment. We, we went into Tulane uh, and LSU, big weekends for both of them, coming out with a big win on homecoming uh, for both. Um, Tulane now 23rd in the AP. LSU has, has jumped to 18th uh, in the AP poll, 23rd, um, uh, 20th in the coaches poll. And um, um, the uh, uh, bottom line is at this point, we'll, we'll see again how, how this kind of plays out. Uh, going forward for, for both because really, again, when you look at both schedules that we talked about in the first hour, um, this is where, again, we're going to find out a lot about, uh, about Tulane and LSU, about this season. Look, it's been a great season. Uh, it's been a lot, something to celebrate. Uh, but, you know, both have a very, very difficult schedules uh, going forward when, when you talk about LSU and Tulane. Uh, first of all, Alabama coming up in two weeks. Um, you take this week to be able to self-scout. You take this week to be able to uh, get get healthy. Um, Alabama at home. If you want to, if you want to rush the, uh, the 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 field and take down the goalposts, you do it against an Alabama. You don't do it against an Ole Miss. Then at Arkansas, UAB again could be a little bit of a trap game. Okay, uh, but that's at home. That's a senior at senior night. Um, and then again at Texas at Texas A&M. Uh, this could turn out to be an incredible season for a foundation year. Uh, for Brian Kelly. And what, what can you say about what uh, Willie Fritz has been able to do uh, with Tulane? But, again, uh, we've talked about it before. The rubber hits the road now uh, with these last four games. Uh, get yourself mentally prepared. Get yourself healthy. Self-scout. Figure out, what again, what you do well, what, what, what maybe you need to improve on. Um, 23rd ranked in the AP poll, 7-1, 4-0 in the AAC. Um, but, again, at Tulsa after this week, UCF at home. SMU at home, 
and then heading up to Cincinnati in a very, very difficult to play place to play to close out the regular season. Uh, I, I agree with Jeff. You may be able to lose one, okay, and still be able to make uh, the AAC championship. So, uh, you know, uh, this would be an incredible turnaround for a team that won two games last year. Just an incredible turnaround. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Pels, and we'll talk about the uh, the Saints uh, at about 535 this afternoon. But right now, let's head over to the guest line. Joining us on the program from The Athletic does a great job for that publication. And I've said this before, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy great sports writing, if you enjoy, again, some of the best writers that we have, not just in the, in, in the United States but across the world, reporting on all sports, but, again, not just local sports, uh, get out there and, um, and subscribe to The Athletic. Larry Holder does a great job covering the NFL for The Athletic. And, of course, uh, uh, if you're going to subscribe, uh, subscribe on his name. Or again, Will Guillory is, again, uh, covering the, uh, uh, the Pelicans for The Athletic. Uh, great tandem here in New Orleans. And Larry joins us on the program now. Larry, how are you? Good, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing great, Larry. It was um, it was a really good weekend for the for the college teams, and 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 of course the the, the Pels are playing really good ball despite um, uh, what happened with um, uh, with Utah last night. Again, uh, after losing Ingram and, and and Zion to injury, and the NFL, uh, especially the NFC South. Man, it's a really bad division right now. And if right now, again, if you're a Saints fan, you, you're probably ready to hang it up after going two and five over the first seven with ten left. But it's still pretty wide open for the Saints that they can turn this thing around. Well, you talk talk about hanging it up. I mean, I think we're on the Tom Brady. Uh, he might hang it up at, at any point, at any time. <laughs> countdown, <laughs> given how how poorly that that Tampa Bay has played and and uh, his. Uh, and his off-field issues going on in, in his life. But, the, but yeah, I definitely think that uh, you look at that division, we figured two teams might be a little rough uh, uh-huh. with Carolina and Atlanta going into this season. But, look, Atlanta's at least kind of pulled themselves in the race a little bit better than maybe I, I anticipated, even though they lost yesterday to Cincinnati. But uh, I think uh, – People are definitely, uh, I know around here, surprised that the Saints are, are 2-5. and five, But, uh, uh, but uh, definitely, I think people are surprised that, that Tampa has been playing so poorly and really just seemingly inept on offense, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's, they can't run the football well. The passing game hasn't been as, as great. They have musical chairs in the, in the offensive line. And so, yeah, if – if you're looking for silver linings, I mean, that's it if you're a Saints fan because that it's even kind of depressing maybe even if you're looking into the offseason already because of the lack of draft picks and uh, and assets and things like that. So, look, it's at least good to stay in the present because the Saints still have a fighter's chance to at least, uh, you know, at least get something done within the division since everyone is under 500 in, in the yep. NFC South right now. I agree. Look, um, I didn't. I talked. We we talked about it at the beginning of the season. Okay, that again, that Tampa again dealing with the same thing the Saints were dealing with a new coach. Uh, obviously, they had the same quarterback, but the offensive line was different um, and maybe not as good. Um, and that might give Brady some problems. I, I don't think anybody foresaw that that Brady might be a distracted quarterback going into the season. Almost likely he's going through the motions more than anything else. And of course, got a lot of stuff going on in his personal life that can be distracting him as well. Uh, but despite all that, 
uh, to be in a situation where you're just one game out after playing as bad as this team has with all the injuries they have, it gives you just a little bit of sign of hope. And, look, I'm with you, Larry. I talked about this last week. You know, all those, again, because I keep hearing people trade this one, trade that one, trade this one. And, and I had a show on, I think, last last um, uh, Thursday or so uh, and, and where I mentioned to everyone that, you know what, uh, they are, they are ca- cap-strapped. Uh, they they cannot trade their stars. Their stars, they have reworked these contracts so much in the past that now, again, they're stuck with them, so to speak, because the dead money, first of all, they can't absorb it. They can't do that. It, it, it just kills the cap. And then they're, they're draft pick poor. So they're gonna. Th- this is one of those ones where they got to turn it around right now and they got to become a playoff team. And, and then, again, you see where the rubber hits the road because there is no mid-season uh, dismantling of the team because of, again, the, the salary cap impl- implications. Right, and just the, the big players that maybe people are talking about wanting to trade, I mean, they're not that tradable, frankly, uh, you know, in terms of even talent-wise and, and how much a, you know, a, a team would want uh, someone like, I'll just throw it out there, Michael Thomas. I mean, like, right. like you, don't, you have no idea who he is. So who, who's going to trade for him? Nobody. I mean, it's, it's pointless. So, yeah, I, I think that's uh, – I think if you're a Saints fan, you need to concentrate on the immediate since there is some hope yep. uh, because, uh, you know, say, say – oh, here's the thing. Say the Saints go 2-7 and seven, and then you're really out of it and then it's going to be really depression town because the team's not any good. And the situation heading into the off season uh, is is a little hairy. And and, and Eric, it's uh, you know it, it's funny. I'm probably hopping topics a little bit here. Gotcha. And, you know, people have asked me, uh, you know, how much trouble should Dennis Allen be in? And I keep saying, no, no, he can't be in that much trouble. At, you know, at two and five, but look, say he goes two and nine and just really plummets. I mean. I'm wondering what the, how much the Saints would have to ponder that. You know, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that they're going to do that right now, uh, and I think the Saints are still talented enough to win games. I mean, you know, it's not like they they're devoid of talent. I think that's that's another issue there. I agree. Uh, but but still, you know, what happens if this team just does not respond to him? Uh, you, know, I, you know, I think that's something that we need to watch in the next couple of weeks, uh, just to see if if the team rallies or they don't and because a lot of these guys are veteran guys i mean if they mm-hmm. if, if they aren't going to respond you know younger players are probably going to follow suit and then you're you're you're, in, you're back in the old uh, uh the the talk of culture so i think that's something we need to watch the next couple of weeks to see if they can improve if people buy in uh, and to me, if they're not improving, then they're not buying in, and then the Saints have even bigger issues than maybe they yeah. ever thought of uh, in year one of Dennis Allen. Yeah, be- because you got an aging roster, you got an expensive roster, and you got a roster that again that you you really put all your chips in the middle of the table, figuring that again that continuity was going to get it done with culture and everything else, and it didn't work. And you may have to take a page from David Griffin's book. Uh, with, with uh, again, going in with a coach that he felt that maybe could turn things around for him uh, and then ultimately, again, uh, you know, bailing on that coach after one year. Uh, and, you know, that's not something this organization normally does, but it may be drastic to the point that you, you may have to have to do that. Uh, now, Van Gundy's a little different than Allen because Allen's been in the building, you know, for almost a decade. Uh, but at the same time, if the team is not responding to him, it's an, it's an issue. 
And um, right now, it doesn't look like they are. Yeah, I, I want you know, you know, I'm not there every day like I used to be. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I, look, I've I've seen teams who don't respond, and you know, I don't know if they're there yet. But I do. Th- and, but look, and I know people were making a thing out of Alvin Kamara standing up and. And uh, talking to the team, well, why isn't Dennis Allen? I'm like, well, sometimes you need your star players That's right. to do that. And your and captains. Also, right. And sometimes, and look, let's not, let's not think that Dennis Allen isn't in the air. These captains would be like, dude, we got to get these people moving because guess what? You know, they're used to winning. Like, they, mm-hmm. there's a ton of guys on this team that are used to winning. So right. this is a shock to them. And I, I think, you know, some of the older players are thinking, well, man, what, what are, we can't. We can't stand for this. I mean, we, we've done we've done the, the right things for so long. We we can't let this slide. But you know, it, hey, you know, uh, some of those players are going to probably be phased out after this season, and so they're yep. then where do you go? So you need to turn this around quick, or you and me are going to be talking about next season real fast, and yep. it's not going to be a pretty picture. No, and then a little bit of an underestimation, too, okay? Underestimating, again, what Sean Payton meant to this team, this organization, his intensity, uh, again, his will to win, uh, everything, everything, again, with that, you know, from uh, also, again, his, his ability to be able to motivate, you know, with, again, different, way, different ways he'd motivate. But also, again, they lost some key pieces. I mean, Toronto Olmstead didn't sign for the biggest contract in the history of the NFL at left tackle, okay? That could have been something they could have matched. He chose to go to Miami after they picked up Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, you did. You chose not to sign Quan Alexander, uh, Alexander. And, of course, you, you traded C.J. Gardner-Johnson. All those guys brought something to the table. Uh, Johnson and, 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 uh, and Gardner, Gardner-Johnson and, and uh, Quan, um, the juice to that defense, the, the energy. Everybody's saying, where's the energy? Well, it's in New York and it's in Philadelphia. And, of course, Armstead, even though he's been often injured, uh, was still, again, a big uh, part in terms of leadership in that locker room as well. So... Uh, you know, maybe a little underestimation in terms of you talked about continuity, but you lost some key players within that continuity. You lost Marcus Williams, too. Uh, he yeah, actually great created turnovers. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> he did. The Saints have not been having many turnovers at all this season. So I, I agree, Larry. I'm, I'm serious right now. I did not believe, okay, on paper, okay, that when they went from Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams to Marcus May and 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 the Honey Badger, they would be a drop off. I thought they'd be better, okay, uh, in terms of creating turnovers, more physical. Um, you know, again, uh, maybe not the range that that we saw with Williams, but I thought that could have been made up with again Honey Badger and his ability to be able to create turnovers. There's no way you can say that they're better at safety this year than they were last year, and for the most part, they've been healthy for the most part. Right, I, I have to agree. Uh, it's not like Mark. I mean, look, Malcolm Jenkins wants to retire. Okay, I mean, so be it. I mean, he was still playing at a really high level, but I mean, you, you, look, that's his call. Uh, but you know, look, uh, the Saints were uh, not willing to chalk up the money for uh, Marcus Williams. I mean, and, and that's that's kind of biting you. I know he's injured, but. I mean, he was an interception machine. At the very Still leading the NFL in interceptions right now. Yeah, for the Ravens, right, exactly. Uh, and when when the Ravens were playing well, he was playing well. And, and right. the Ravens have kind of taken it. You know, they've, they've kind of go back and forth. But uh, but uh, and then, well, Eric, let's we can't also ignore the fact that even look last year the pass rush started to dip. Guess mm-hmm. what? Last year they didn't re-sign Trey Hendrickson. So that's right. The defense is falling. 
has been falling a bit the last couple of years. And Sheldon so, Rankin's I mean, playing really well in New York right now. I mean, he's one. Right. He's played. You know, I mean, that's another one. Right, and so look, Peyton Turner has not done anything for you. No. You know, they thought they were smarter than everyone in the league, and guess what? They look like fools right now because he's been he's done nothing, and so nothing. You know, we knew, we knew the offense was going to be an issue because of your your change of quarterback the last couple. Of years. Right, I mean, it's just what it is. But you, the defense was a strength, a big big strength, even when Breeze was still around, and you mm-hmm. know it, that has fallen, uh, and so. Yep. You add it all up, and this is where we are, two and five, and and asking asking a lot of questions, and not not we're not having a lot to really uh, write home about in terms of positivity. No, no I agree with you, and, and then again, it's going to come down to this though: uh, what, what the threshold of pain that players are going to be able to handle going into the second half of the season? These injured guys, how quickly can you come back? Can you play through the through the pain? Uh, are you willing to play through the pain at this point? Because, again, a lot of this also, it's hard to be able to judge this team because so many key players have been injured. Uh, and, and, again, the ones that have been on the field, the self-inflicted uh, uh, mistakes over and over again that have held this team back. Uh, so, you know, we'll, I guess we'll find out coming out of this mini-buy how many of these guys are going to be ready to go and if they can sustain this, you know, um, you know throughout the regulars, the last 10 games of the season. Because if they're going to limp through the last 10 games, it's going to be hard to be able to turn this thing around. Yeah, look, it's not. It's not like we 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 talk about injuries, but I'll, look, I'll just go through a few of them in the, on offense. I mean, you you said Jameis Winston was going to be your starting quarterback. Well, he's a never proven that he can actually be the long term answer there. B, he's hurt. Right. So where are you going to go from there? Uh, Michael Thomas has been hurt for now for uh, in year for three years now. Uh, yep. What does he have anything left to give? Jarvis Landry, he's not getting any younger, and he's been banged nope. up. Yep. So guess what? You know, if, if you don't know what you have out of those guys after this year, how much do you lean on them after this year? Mm-hmm. You might not lean on right. any of them. So where, like, that's the thing. Like, you got well, how tradable is Thomas? You mentioned twenty-five million dollar cap hit. I mean, who wants him? Who's what are they going to give you for him at this point? You know, right. I think he. Would, I mean, I mean Landry's in, 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 in a one-year deal, point. but still. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know I mean? But I'm just saying. Yeah, these were supposed to be big right. time pieces and then you know say say you lose say the Saints move on a quarterback and the Saints move on Jarvis Landry and then what do you have Chris Olave no one throwing in the football you want you don't mm-hmm. have a first round pick uh, in, in a quarterback class it's probably going to be much better than the one that came out last yep. year and uh, it, it's it's just domino after domino where it, it's almost like it's like look the Saints have kind of like 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 cheated death a little bit uh, throughout the last few years, and uh, it's uh, it's starting to catch up with them. Yep, no, there's no doubt. And and again, that's why again we'll find out really again what this team is about over the next ten games. Whether they can turn this thing around, salvage the season, at least win the division, get to the playoffs, and and that maybe again feel a little bit better about yourself than again uh, you know uh, totally tanking and and again being cash strapped in terms of the cap. And then, and then draft pick poor, which is not a good combination. It's like everything you don't want to be. <laughs> exactly. No doubt. No doubt. Larry, what yeah. you working on uh, at the Athletic for us? Yeah, this week, uh, well, tomorrow I got my outlook on the, uh, the NFL MVP race. Uh, 
I kept saying not to uh, sleep on a certain uh, former LSU Tiger at quarterback, and he's mm-hmm. making me look smart as he keeps moving up the ranks. He's not quite top two, but he's he's moving on up in that race. And then I'm also uh, going to be taking a deep dive into the running backs around the league, just how efficient they are, and uh, and uh, you know who are the, some of the best and some of the worst uh, at that position specifically. And so uh, uh, that'll be coming out later. Uh, this week uh, over at theathletic.com slash NFL. How can folks subscribe and how can folks follow you on media? Yep, at Larry Holder on Twitter. And then, like you, know, like, uh, like you alluded to, uh, feel free to click on uh, articles that I write. Uh, go subscribe through that. We've still got great deals uh, for new subscribers. and then mm-hmm. uh, Or you can, like I said, go to theathletic.com slash NFL, uh, subscribe there. And yeah, and it's uh, – yeah, we're getting, we're getting. I'm sure by the next week or week after, we'll probably be at our midpoint where we're looking at the NFL and looking at everything uh, midpoint uh, of this season. So, yeah, go check all that out, theathletic.com slash NFL. Thanks, my friend. Always appreciate your time. All righty. We'll talk again next week, buddy. You got it. That's Larry Holder, The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, here Green Airline and Metairie. Uh, again, they're open Monday through Saturday for you. Because, again, they know that, look, the week weekdays you're working, you got the kids. Maybe you don't have time to have your vehicle serviced. So they got you covered. 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Saturday from 8 to 3. And, of course, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. That's wheels and tires of 30 inches. Finance avail- is available. ASC certified technicians. Same you get the dealership. Well, again, the same diagnostic equipment. You get the dealership. And I'm saying it again, uh, Tony Piazza. Tony Piazza Jr., uh, Tony, Tony's wife and daughter, all work at, at Southern Tire. They made the conscious effort to be able to invest in, in the diagnostic equipment to be able to keep your vehicle on the road. So whether it's a fleet account that you're in charge of or maybe your own personal vehicle, make sure you bring it on over Southern Tire. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie. Uh, again, uh, uh, open Monday, Monday, Monday through Saturday. And, of course, you go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for your customers, including... You can uh, order your tires online, and then all you got to do is go in. Southern Tires got them ready for you, and mount them right there for you. You're in and you're out. Uh, some some uh, mechanic shops want to keep your vehicle for two, three, four days or a week. And Southern Tire, they're going to get you in and get you out because they know your time is valuable, your vehicle is valuable. Go with a company I've trusted for a long, long time. That's Southern Tire. Family-owned and operated since 1972. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk Saints and Pels next. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell is sorry for going too far with its past breakfast. All you need in the morning is tasty, simple food, like a breakfast crunch wrap. Fluffy eggs, cheese, sausage, hash browns wrapped in a warm tortilla. Grab one at participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only until 11 a.m. while supplies last. Delays are solid on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Clearview. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. 
If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, look out for delays steady from Stump Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway in the Crescent City Connection with delays steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And then delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway right at Lafayette Street. And in the meantime, look out for accidents, Martin Luther King at South Claiborne and also West Esplanade at Williams. Also look out for an accident, Elysian Fields at Fillmore. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Join Macy's and support the most promising research now during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Donate online or in-store to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and the Pink Pony Fund of the Ralph Lauren Corporate Foundation. Learn more at macy's.com purpose. Hey folks, don't forget about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured. Been re-roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. 
That's right. Southern Roof, uh, Suburban Roofing is uh, one of six uh, percent of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. Hey, that helps you, the consumer. Um, again, if Southern uh, Tire, I'm sorry, if Suburban Roofing, uh, if they uh, change out your roof for you, uh, again, you will qualify for the Manufacturer Extended Warranty Program. Uh, I've already told the story about Marty Scoggins. I've known Marty for over 20 years. He's been, uh, again, a, 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 a first a listener and then, and then a uh, uh, a sponsor of this program for almost 20 years. Uh, honest, reliable, stands behind all the suburban roofing's quality workmanship. Uh, so came and actually worked with our adjuster uh, to make sure that, again, our roof after Ida was replaced, after multiple adjusters came out and said, gave us the thumbs down, said no way, no how. Um, and then, of course, his crew, are, again, experts in all types of roofs, uh, will even hand nail your roof. None of this pop, pop, pop with a hydraulic gun, move on to the next job. It's not what Marty does, not who Marty is. Uh, Marty looks for quality. And he sold us a roofing uh, shingle uh, that, again, that, that is wind-resistant. It's the most wind-resistant shingle that's on the market right now, which helps us with our insurance as well. Look, you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your roof. Uh, and it doesn't matter what type of roof you have at your home or your business. Do not sign that contract with any other company until you at least let Marty Scott and Suburban Roofing come out and give you a price. Uh, I told you about my neighbors. Uh, we got our roof done by Suburban. They saw the quality workmanship. They saw they saw the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the attention to detail. And at least three other of my neighbors in, in this block had Suburban Roofing come in and replace their roof. You want a company you can trust when it comes to your roof? It's Suburban Roofing. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Today's program brought to you by Henrik Steptunia Gin. Only on the market for a short period of time, folks. Uh, so, again, whether it's uh, heading out to your favorite spirit store and picking up a couple bottles. I've said it before with the holidays coming up. It'll be fantastic for you because not just for the gin drinker that's in your, um, that, that's, that's in your party or in your family. But, again, maybe there's somebody that's curious about different spirits. It's just a different flavor profile when, when you start talking about um, uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, it's only on a limited to on the shelves for a limited time till March of 2023. So get out there again, inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, Hendrix home in the southwest coast of Scotland, unmistakably Hendrix with the again the invigorating blend of coastal botanicals and a crisp citrus finish. That's uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, get it now. Get it while you can. Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, only on the shelves until March of 2023. All right, in the first hour, we talked a lot about LSU and Tulane. Um, again, just great seasons for both. Both, again, we'll find out, again, whether they're contenders or pretenders based on November. And even, again, um, Brian Kelly said the same thing uh, when he was asked about uh, what was coming up uh, for, the, for the Tigers. And he's, he's right. Uh, I, I, October is for pretenders. November is always for contenders. And um, it's a big month for both. Uh, both, again, look like they've overachieved a bit, uh, but both are playing really good football right now. And uh, I'm hoping that, again, they're, they're going to have a chance to be able to continue, uh, again, the, uh, the, uh, upward, uh, mobile, uh, the upward trajectory we're seeing uh, from both of, those, um, uh, both of those programs. Excited about the Pels. Look, first of all, I'm not down about last night. I do hate losing to Utah. And I got to tell you right now, look, nobody loves, again, the New Orleans Jazz more than I do. Okay, uh, memorabilia. Uh, I, I am 62 years old, and uh, when I come across memorabilia of the New Orleans Jazz, I buy it. Okay, uh, that was my childhood team. I love them. Okay, I love Pistol Pete Maravich. I love the you know uh, the, the 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 team that was here for four years. Uh, I love the fact that again that 
when Shin bought the team. Uh, there was a move to try to get the name back when when Benson brought the, bought the team. Again, he tried to get the New Orleans Jazz name back. I wish it was named the New Orleans Jazz today. But I will say this. Um, a little disheartened last night seeing a lot of those Jazz jerseys around the, uh, the, the arena last night. Your, your team is the New Orleans Pelicans now. Okay? That's the Utah Jazz. I'm glad they changed their uniforms. I, I mentioned that again when it happened. Those are the, most, uh, those are the ugliest uniforms in, in all of basketball. Okay, and I'm glad they did because I don't want to see, again, the beautiful purple, green, and gold quarter note, uh, again, with the New Orleans across the top of the, uh, of the quarter note that, again, is uniquely New Orleans with, again, our Mardi Gras colors and, of course, jazz. Uh, somebody even had a sign last night in the stands last night saying that there ain't no jazz in Utah. You got that right, baby. Um, but at the same time, I mean, uh, look, I get it. You're a Maverick fan. You got your Maverick jersey, et cetera. Yeah, you know, when 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 Utah comes to town, wear your Pell's gear, man. Don't know again, don't don't wear don't wear don't wear the even the old New Orleans gear. I get it, okay? Nobody loves them more than me. <laughs> I got the old license plate, I got I got uh, patches, I got anything that I could find that's New Orleans jazz that I find online, I I buy, okay? Just again to do have have that that memorabilia. But uh I'm pulling for the Pell's. Okay? Uh, uh Utah, I pull against Utah for everything. Uh, it was a tough loss last night, 122 to 121. Um, but the reason why is, first of all, they didn't come out with the defensive intensity they normally had come, come out in the first two games where they led, led wire to wire. That was part of the problem early. Um, Utah's tough, man. You know, they got a, they got a tall team. Um, they, they got guys that can shoot. Um, with that said, when you, you lose your two best players to injury, that's, it's hard to be able to overcome that. You know, um, uh, B.I. gets, again, the him friendly fire to the nose. Um, he goes into concussion protocol right now. It's up in the air whether he's going to play tomorrow night against Dallas on TNT. Zion goes up for the dunk. Now, the dunk was blocked, but, again, he fell to the ground and, and again, hit, hit his posterior uh, uh, pretty hard. He's, he's got a contusion on the posterior is what they're calling it. Uh, 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 what's called a butt contusion, right? Um, we'll see if he's going to be able to come back. And that's the one thing about about so, you know about, about Zion. Is he going to be tough enough to come back from an injury like that, or is he going to be sitting out for the next three days, ne- next three games? I mean, that, that's the other part of this. Uh, you know, get out there, play through it. Um, but the Pels put up a fight to the to, to, till the end. They were shorthanded. Um, what was the difference? Defensive lineup. When they went to their defensive lineup. You saw them get it back in the game. It was a thing of beauty. Uh, again, that's the that's the thing about this team. Um, they are deep. You know, you heard you heard um, uh, Jeff Duncan say in the in, in the first hour that that again he thought you know he thought this team was ten deep. I've said it before. I think this team is twelve deep. Okay, I mean I really do. Um, uh, I'm excited about the Pelicans. Uh, I, I, again, I, I think that any given night you can play between ten and twelve if you want to. Uh, now again, there's a big question on again whether they that they ultimately want to do that or not, uh, but they have the ability to do that. They can go deep. They can go deep into the roster. Um, uh, I'm excited about about this team. I really am. Uh, you know, again, two big wins on the road against Brooklyn and 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 also Charlotte um, last night. Again, maybe a little bit flat coming into the game. It felt like again, even, even despite again the huge crowd. Uh, but again, to me, the reason why they ended up losing was because of of the injuries to um, to, to Zion Williamson and, and also Brandon Ingram. 
So, again, uh, thought that McCullum took all over uh, toward the end of the game, uh, as he should, as, as one of the top three players on this team. But um, you saw guys like Najee Marshall. You saw Jose Alvarado. You see the maturity of Trey Murphy and what, what he's been able to do thus far. Um, you know, I'm still, again, miffed at two things that you see constantly. Um, Herb Jones fouled out last night. Herb Jones, again, last year should have been one of the defensive players of the year. Should have been an all-defensive team. Again, he was overlooked because he was a rookie. He's not getting the respect he deserves for his type of play. The officials are not giving him that respect. Now, maybe they're not giving the Pels the respect because, again, that, you know, because they have been a an also-ran team, you know, for, for most of their time here in New Orleans. Uh, but they played well the last part of last season and, and again, started off uh, really, really hot. So, you know, maybe the officials sort of sort of take a look at what they are and who they are uh, because they're going to be a team to be reckoned with if they can stay healthy this season. But, I mean, again, uh, you can't allow one of the best defensive players in, in the league to not get the calls that other defensive uh, stalwarts get, and he's not getting it. The other one is uh, Zion. Uh, you heard uh, the announcers last night say it. You know, again, it's, it's been something that, again, has, has happened throughout his career. Um, he's not getting the calls. He's physical, and they relate him to like Shaq. And and, and I I agree I agree with the comparison uh, because that was one of the one of the problems with Shaq when uh, when when Shaq was uh, was uh, was playing in the NBA uh, didn't get a call based on 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 again his physical makeup. Okay, so he's getting physically beat up at the rim. It's like Shaq 2.0. He's getting hacked and expected to play through it. And, of course, again, he's already been an injury-prone player, and he's not getting protected by the officials. The, the thing with Herb and, and also with Zion, that's going to come down to Willie Green. Willie Green is going to have to get into the ear of the officials and demand the respect for both of those players, uh, Zion on the offensive end and, and then, of course, Herb on the defensive end. I will say this. Zion's got to pick it up defensively. Okay, there have been times when, again, he's shown uh, flashes. Last night was not one of them. Last night was a lazy effort on the defensive side of the ball uh, while, while, while he was in. Uh, this team really was hurt by not having, uh, not having B.I. In, in, in the game. You saw that. They had almost had to kind of, kind of work their way through it uh, and then finally was able to catch a little bit of fire there. Um, I will say this, uh, that it was good to see the sold-out crowd last night. Good to see, again, so many, so many people, again, that are coming out to support this team. Uh, they're for real, okay? Wire-to-wire victories against the Nets and the Hornets. Um, when you look at Utah, as I mentioned, they're unselfish. They can shoot. Uh, they're deep, and, 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 they, and they're long. So uh, they were able to match the, the Pels for the most part. But even with all that said, they were right there at the end. I mean, they could have won this game. Um, they're at home against Dallas on, on Tuesday. It's another nationally televised game. This one's on TNT. And it's another game where, again, injuries may keep them from keeping two of their stars out uh, with Zion and B.I. possibly out with injury. But, look, it's a long season, and nobody thought they were, they were going to go 81-1. and uh, But you like the way this team is playing right now. I'm excited about Pelican basketball, and um, uh, the depth is what, is what excites me because, again, depending on what Willie Wee Green wants to do night, night in, night out, 
there's an opportunity to be able to mix and match this team to be able to give them what they need in a, in a certain uh, particular situation. And we saw it last night. They needed defense. They needed somebody to come in uh, and to give them some defensive intensity. They ended up going to the bench, uh, getting, the, getting again, Alvarado in, who, again, did a great job. Uh, mentioned Najee Marshall, him coming in. Uh, again, um, you know, obviously Herb Jones is he's a, he's a mainstay. Uh, you can't say enough about uh, Larry Nance Jr., what he was able to do. And, look, eventually Jackson Hayes will be in that mix. He's coming off an injury. Uh, but, uh, again, this is a team that's going to have to be reckoned with. As far as the Saints go, look, we'll see. Um, when you look at, at, at the Saints right now, uh, they're an injured team. They're, they're, their psyche's injured, but they're also injured. Um, they got a bit of reprieve yesterday. Carolina beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, again, looks rudderless, just like the Saints right now. Atlanta, again, uh, 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 lost. Uh, so, again, right now, Saints are 2-5. and five, Tied with Carolina for the basement. But also, again, they lost to Carolina, so they're in the basement. Um, but Tampa Bay and, and Atlanta are 3-4. Are and four. Uh, Win a game, and uh, depending on what happens next week, you could be in a tie for first place. So... It's not out the again the possibility this team can turn it around. The mini buy is easy, okay? Because all you're doing at that point is you're trying to rest up a little bit, but it's about self scouting and getting healthy. Look, if you're waiting to rest up at week 14, <laughs> you know what? The season could be over by week 14 when you go to that buy. When you do that self scouting for that buy, that just mini buy came at a perfect time for them. They needed it bad. Um, they got to get healthy. Guys got to figure out, again, what is injury and, 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 and what is, again, uh, uh, what is being hurt. Um, you know, I've said this before. Michael Thomas, man, he played through injury throughout his, most of his career. And then, again, uh, the, he got injured after the after sign. He had a great year after signing the big contract. He had the record-breaking year. The following year, he gets injured in, in that freak play when he should have never been in the game. Uh, and, and then, of course, since then, uh, he doesn't play through injury anymore. Okay, multiple surgeries. Now it's supposedly the turf toe. Look, I said this before. The Saints are their own worst enemy. If the Saints were just honest about, again, the severity of the injuries that the players were having, people like me wouldn't be pontificating on it. You know, Jarvis Landry's had a history of injuries. Uh, but, again, Jarvis Landry's been a tough sucker and, and played through him. I'm wondering, what, what's going on with the ankle? Because the ankle looked like it was turned. Is it a high ankle sprain? What's the situation here? We don't know. But all we know is, again, both guys haven't been on the field in a while. And they need to get on the field coming out of this mini bye. Uh, the, again, the injured players, again, the season is on the line with the last 10 games. If you want to be able to make the playoffs, you want to turn this season around, you truly want to be a saint going forward because, again, they're, they're not trading you. I said this already. Okay, the, saint, the Saints have put themselves in a position now where their stars are untradeable because, of, again, the, the cap implications. They can't do it. So you're here. You're stuck here. So you might as well get out there and, again, give it your 100% and try to turn the season around. So the Saints have also been their worst, own worst enemy. With, again, penalties, blown assignments. It's all led to the 2-5 and five record along with the injuries. Hopefully, again, they'll, they'll be able to, uh, again, flip the switch here, get healthy, and be a contender, contender we thought they were going to be. Again, as I mentioned before, cap strapped and draft pick poor. Uh, nobody's coming through that door in terms of a trade to be able to turn this thing around. It's got to be done internally. And it's got to be done with this coaching staff as well as, again, the leaders on this team. Where's the pride? I heard I heard Demario Davis talking about it today. Talk is cheap, okay? Who's gonna get? Who is ultimately gonna get the ear of this team to turn it around, okay? It's an underachieving team that's got to learn how to play again, play through injuries, clean up the mistakes, and save the season. 
Uh, they get a shot at with the Raiders coming in on on Sunday. What is it, Halloween Eve, uh, in in the dome? Uh, the division's there for the taking. It's a bad division. So hopefully, again, the Saints, who have been a bad team for the first seven games, can turn this around for the last ten games, go on a run and save the season. But it's going to take again the mistakes that we say, we're seeing that that again that, that we're not used to seeing from this team cleaned up, and then also again players that are the stars of this team playing through injury. We'll see if they got it in them. Right now, they definitely have not shown that in the first games. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Uh, a lot of it's going to be able to be told this week. And if it doesn't, I'm telling you right now, uh, first of all, there needs to be a clean of the house. And that means, again, probably Dennis Allen getting fired because it's Dennis Allen's responsibility to be able to, again, motivate this team, and he hasn't done it. Uh, we can talk about the, how he coaches, what he does. He hasn't done it. And that's an issue. Uh, it starts with him at the top, and then it trickles down. He's the guy, ultimately, that is, that is responsible. You could get mad at him for, for his halftime comments to, a, to the reporter about keep doing what you're doing. Uh, he was a little deer in the headlights there. It's got to change. But it's also got to change when it comes to, again, what's going on. Look, I said it before. They want a continuity, but yet they mess with the chemistry. Okay? They mess with the chemistry of that locker room. Now, again, it's up to those captains to, again, rejuvenate that chem- chemistry and to get this team on, on the field playing Saints football, something we have not seen all season long. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt has you covered. They make it so easy for you. At Burkhardt, again, they're a one-stop shop when it comes to your generators. Uh, first of all, their, uh, their crews are experts in terms of, of installing generators. They handle everything for you. The, the, the permitting process, uh, everything you need in terms of a generator, uh, they got you covered. Uh, and, and, of course, they make it so easy for you. The single-day installs, okay? Sit down with Jason Burkhardt. He'll do a uh, consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then when you come to an agreement, uh, they'll put you down on the counter for a single-day install. They have generators right now in their um, warehouse waiting to be installed at your home or your business. Uh, generator sales and service to their business. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Maintaining your generator as well. Uh, you can't do better. You can finance it over time over uh, at Burkhardt as well. Uh, a new install quality check after one month where they come in and make sure you know how to, how to operate the equipment. It's Burkhardt. Generator sales and service of their business. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We're, today's program brought to you by Henry Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get up to a $25 gift card after a mail-in rebate with the purchase of select Superstart batteries. For power, performance, and reliability, choose Superstart batteries. We also have battery solutions for many hybrid and electric vehicles. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Ascension Equipment in Renal in Gonzales is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From rotary cutters and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Ascension Equipment in Renal on Airline Highway in Gonzales. Save more today and mow tomorrow. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, Larry Holder and also Jeff Duncan for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program, including our friends at Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Reach for Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, and all the sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor to sponsor our program. Thanks for your support of those sponsors. Coming up next, Ken Trahan with All Access. Keep it right here on uh, 106.1 FM. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. For the dog catcher, the governor, they all got to go. We are-